The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Ice rink. <laughs> and the ice rink, before you start doing the math, and you think, well, you know, how many people could enjoy that over a period of time? Well, it will only be there for 26 days. Just a, a, a quick pause to that. Mm-hmm. Some breaking news on this front. Oh. After some backlash over the 26-day business, <laughs> uh-huh. they have now announced it will stay open till the end of February. Okay. So another Better. 31, 28 days, right? All right. Okay. So $5.6 million. Dollars. Right. It'll be available. Oh, but it gets better, folks. Yeah, it'll be available for, and by the way, if you want to do the math on that, they say that they thought, now this is under the original 26-day lifespan, so that's been increased, that uh, 40,000 people would likely take advantage of the rink. So if you do the math, that's about $140 per person it's costing for this rink for basically people who live in Ottawa. I mean, you and I are not going to get on a plane and go to Ottawa and skate on the rink. So, and we've established... I'm going to go skate on the canal if right. I'm doing anything. Well, that's right, because among the rules, uh, if you go to the government uh, website, and you can go there yourself if you like, it's uh, Canada150Rink.com. Canada 150, the number 150, Canada150rink.com. There's a list of rules for the rink. Those rules include a warning that the rink may be (laughs) snowy or icy. Could be slippery. Could be, yeah. Despite best efforts to maintain the site, it might be slippery. I, I was losing it at this point reading the article because, again, why is it government's got to make everything so damn complicated. You're telling me, wait a minute, what? You hired a guy to tell us that ice might be slippery? Okay, thank you. Thank you, government Oh, but it gets better. Yeah. People who want to skate on the rink will need to reserve a ticket online two days in advance. Uh, Public skating sessions will last a total of 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. No hockey. No hockey sticks. No pucks. No food. No figure skating. No games like tag uh, or races will be allowed during those sessions. Lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. Yeah, and they will uh, have time set aside for a hockey tournament for children Mm -hmm. that they're going to organize. And part of that $5.6 million cost is to fly in those teams. And it's like 1.3 or 1.6 to cover that. Yeah, there's um, 16 and 16 or 32. Right. 32 teams. So, you know what? I kind of get it. I kind of, I sort of understand. And I know... Doesn't it seem... First off, doesn't that seem really expensive for a for rink? For a rink? Now, it does have a cooling system. I think that's probably the, the biggest part of it because it's Ottawa. They have one of the, the most yeah. natural rinks. Right there. Right there. The Rideau Canal, <laughs> which if you've lived in Ottawa, visited Ottawa um, during the winter months, you've probably skated on. It's beautiful. And they set up little merchants along the way and you can buy hot chocolate. Yeah. And it's it's really Finger one tails. of the... Yeah, it's one of the things when I think of Ottawa that I yeah. think of right away is the Rideau Canal. So you've got this, think what you could do with just the Rideau Canal for for $5.6 million just to celebrate, you know, think of the fireworks you could buy, whatever. But, uh, you know, the two things are people who live in Ottawa think that celebrating in Ottawa is something they're doing for all Canadians. And I get that it's our capital, but like I say, anyone listening now planning to go skate on this rink for 5.6 million? Probably not. And the other thing is, anyone who's been in government any amount of time, or big business for that matter, not just government, they lose track sometimes of numbers. Like I sold steel, and I never, I sold steel only to the big companies because 
Steel mills don't sell to little fabricators. You sell to big wholesalers who sell to fabricators. Mm-hmm. So the average order was a million, two million, three million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So, so after a time, you start to lose track of how much money that is. Yep. If you had to actually pony up a million bucks, you realize that, yeah, I just picked up a check for five times that, but it's actually a lot of money. And I feel like government would think that $5.6 million for a skating rink is probably pennies. That's probably <laughs> how they look at it because they waste that. They probably wasted that in the committee meetings leading up <laughs> to the decision, right? They probably spent that in orange juice while while discussing this at morning breakfast. So I get that they don't get it, but I get it. I don't want $5.6 million spent on a rink. For 83 days. For, for a total of 83 yep. days. Yep. And it was even worse yeah. when it was 26. Oh, yeah. It was just going to be three weeks, Jan- and, December 7th to January 1st. And think about that. Think about the fact that you just updated me with that breaking yep. news that it's going to go from 26 to how many? 83. So, yeah. So, January is 31 okay. days. February is 28 days. So, 59 plus the three weeks in December. So, do you remember how many times we've talked, and, and specifically in relation to Edmonton City Council, but in this case, we'll talk in regards to the federal government. I said there should be a position called the average Joe Mm -hmm. and that you know he can be anonymous he she can be anonymous but you just phone the average Joe if you're about to spend 5.6 million dollars and you say we've got this idea to spend 5.6 million dollars on a rink that will last 26 days and the average Joe says that's crazy and you go okay thank you we thought it was a good idea, but now we see it's crazy. And that's exactly what happened, because there was pushback. Well, and what they said, well, you know, Canada's 150 celebration, rightly, it does end on December 31st, Jan- in January 1st, so it should end there. No, it shouldn't. So what they've done, I mean, if this... It should be at least 150 days, shouldn't it? If this is going to even make you feel any better, which it's not going to. <laughs> so for the three weeks that was it was supposed to be open for originally open for budgeted to cost about two hundred fifteen thousand dollars a day um being open now 83 days knocks that down to about 67.5 <laughs> how many of you are making 67.5 a year yeah it's crazy it's crazy and and you know at a time too and i realize you can only celebrate 150th and you know what i i make i, I don't make fun of i push back against listeners who text in and say, you know, how many homeless could you feed for that or whatever? But in this particular case, I'm going to say that's where I am at with this. If you were to say (laughs) that, you know, the most gracious, one of the warmest feelings you can get at Christmas, for example, is to do something for someone else. Donate your time to Santa's Anonymous, uh, you know, uh, get a meal for for, uh, Meals on Wheels, do something with the Christmas Bureau, and it makes you feel great. Wouldn't it be a great way to celebrate 150 years of Confederation by doing something great for the most vulnerable of our citizens with $5.6 million? Wouldn't that be great? And you know what? It wouldn't even matter to me if they did it just in Ottawa. If they just said, you know what? In Ottawa, we're going to feed and house this many people for this many weeks, months, years, mm-hmm. whatever. We're going to whatever. We're going to buy them all winter jackets. I'd be Make like, yep. yep to that's very Canadian. Some shelters, uh, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to wear the jacket, and I'm also not going to skate on the rink. Yeah. But I feel much better about the money being spent that way. And and the fact that they didn't realize they were going to get pushback from a, from a $5.6 million expenditure on a 26-day project, incredible to me. <laughs> we believe it's a great way to finish the year. Do you now? Well, how about you pony up for it then? How about that? Just government's so good at spending your money, aren't they? They're just they're just so good at it. And are you telling me that the the lowest bid for this came in at 5.6 million dollars? Nobody knew how to d- uh, freeze ice 
Nope. So here's the breakdown again. So this was uh, the breakdown provided to the media by Canadian Heritage. So 2.375 million of the total cost goes to the construction, design, and relocation of the rink. 1.3 million is for the travel and accommodation of those those 32 boys and girls teams that are going to play there, as well as promotion and communication. The remaining 2 million is for labor costs, site support, technical services, and rink operational costs. So that almost costs as much as the, the rink itself. All right. So maybe I'm looking through, uh, you know, rose-colored glasses here. Uh, do you remember, uh, you know, the uh, the good old days when a, a farmer's barn burned down and all the neighbors got together and, and they put the barn back up mm. again? Hey, there's there's no way that we couldn't build a rink in, in Ottawa during the winter with nobody was going to volunteer to do this to help. Nobody was going to donate any materials. No... Just, nope, let's just write a check for a 26-day rink. Seriously. That's a, that's it. Seriously. Just stop spending our money, okay? How about that? Quick break here at 316. Bill, Tony, we'll get your phone calls after this. <laughs> so your text coming in on this. Uh, why do we have to have a rink at all? There's enough space to make a rink. If, uh, if, if I can do one in my backyard, why does it take $4.5 right. Come on. 5.6. And and like I just said off air, so they're building a rink next to one of the greatest yes. outdoor skating venues in the country, the Rideau Canal. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, so again, how'd you like to be at that board meeting, right? Hey, I got an idea. Let's spend almost $6 million, because you know it's not going to come in on, on cost. So let's spend $6 million on a rink that'll last for 26 days. Where should we put it? By the Rideau Canal. Wait a minute. Can't you skate on the Rideau Canal? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally two minutes away from that. How many community rinks could you build across the country for that money? Good question. You know what? I looked into it. Um, now, uh, just to put it in perspective, Twilliga Rec Center, which is considered to be a you know, top-of-the-line rec center, the cost for that was $160 mm-hmm. million. So you're not building rec centers or anything well, like no, that. Well, no, not a rec center, but maybe a community rink. Sure. I mean, you got to remember Twilliga Rec Center has Absolutely. pools yep. and the gym and, and just twin rinks. Just to put it in perspective, sort of stuff, though, yeah. you know, that's how much a struggle, of course, that's also from Red money. Deer. You guys are grumpy today, LOL. You should talk to Jess. We'll get some of those pillows. <laughs> <laughs> the government has spent much more money, more stupider. And True. oh my goodness, how many people vulnerable? How many people vulnerable people can be helped out with that money? Yep. Exactly. Uh, Bill's on the phone. Hi, Bill. Hi there. What's this, on your mind? This is just a classic example of why we need radical spending and taxation reform in this country. I've been a crank about this for decades, and you know it's not that it's not that I don't like to see money spent on absolutely everything. It's that if somebody were forced to sit down and go, if we spend this money, we have to spend send two thousand workers home for two weeks without pay. Maybe this kind of crap wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. but it does, and it goes again and again and again, and and unless we managed to take back from legislatures the ability to spend new money without our consent, we're going to get stuck with this kind of thing time and time again. And do you know why we're stuck with it? And I don't know how you how you bring in that kind of legislation or how it would look or work, but the reason is that we see this time and time again is the reason I mentioned just a moment ago, that 
and they're human, right? So there comes a time where they don't see it the way they saw it when they ran. When they ran, they wanted to make changes and they wanted to do the kind of things you just mentioned. Then they get into Ottawa and then they govern for a while and then they're told by everybody else that, oh, no, 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 you got a budget, you can do this, you can do that. And pretty soon, six million doesn't seem like a lot of money for a skating rink. But every average Canadian, if asked, do you th- how much do you think a skating rink would cost, an NHL size skating rink would cost? Nobody's guessing six million. Nobody. No. And and the the answer is simple. Uh, borrowing powers be completely limited to referendum. All public debt has to have a a end date. Regardless, you you have to have a, a complete amortization date on every piece of of new government debt. And no new borrowing unless it is approved by the electorate by a large majority. You know, you know what you're talking about, Bill. You're you're talking about <laughs> taking the credit card away from your teenager. That's what you're talking about. That's exactly. And and we got a, a fancy-haired teenager, and we got a a federal finance minister who wants to make everybody pay more taxes as long as their names aren't Bill Morneau. <laughs> Bill, thanks for the phone call. <laughs> that wasn't Bill Morneau. No, was it it, oh, okay. uh, it wasn't. One of the interesting things, and a number of people have just brought it to my attention, okay, like Jay, you said, when we did that budget breakdown, the, rem- the $2 million labor costs, site support, tech services, and rink operational costs. So if we're extending the days mm-hmm. of operation from December 7th That's to right. January 1st now to the end of February. Now you have to start multiplying those so variable costs. So what are we doing? Costs. You, know, you take Absolutely. a look at the, those yep. operational costs That's and right. how much more it's going to be. Anything variable is now multiplied by the extension. Hi, Tony. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Oh, good. good. Hi. Isn't, that, isn't it just make you sick? Like you make your stomach turn into a goddamn knot, really? And, and, here's, mean, and it does, and yeah, I'll tell but, you why. I mean, and, and but governments have been doing this for I know. years and years and years. And, and here's why, and then I'm sorry, I'll let you speak as long as you want, but here's why. Sure. Because $6 million isn't a lot of money. It actually isn't. It sure is a lot of money. It, well, it's a lot of money for an individual. It's not a lot of money for a government, and that's why they didn't expect the pushback. But that's just my point. It's a ton of money to an average person. And I haven't okay, drawn well, the line anywhere else, but I'm drawing it here because it's like $6 million for an outdoor rink. If you can't build a rink, if you can't freeze water for less than $6 million, <laughs> you shouldn't Canada, be representing me. Naturally. It's Canada. It freezes naturally. Right, exactly. Okay, now m- m- my point is this. Like, it- it's a waste of money. It's just like this city. Like You, you-, you can't even do nothing in this city no more. Like you-, you can't even drive. Like You're shutting businesses down because of bike lanes and the bike lanes are absolutely clear. Our roads are a mess. These guys don't pay taxes, don't buy fuel. Why are their roads so clean? Why are their roads ice-free and snow-free and ours is covered in snow and there's accidents every day? And now another thing. Another thing. You, you meant the, the, the Christmas bureau, Santa's Anonymous, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, if, if the government would step up to the plate and man up and say, you know what, it's Christmas time, let's, let's, let's spend five, six million dollars. And let's take care of everybody in the city who don't have nothing. Let's let's take care of the children who don't have nothing. You know who does yep. it? It's us. Mm-hmm. We do it. Mm-hmm. You're we right. We do it. It's us. It's the city of Edmonton citizens who take care of every other child here. Over and over again. You're right. You're the government does right. not step up. I don't see Miss Notley stepping up to the plate and saying, well, we're going to donate $4 million this year to Santa's Anonymous. So no kid goes without dinner or no kid goes without a toy. Nobody yeah. does nothing. All they all they do is rape you for your money. That's all they want is your money, money, money. They don't give. What do they give? Huh. They give you a bigger tax bill at the end of the year. Yeah. 
And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, this isn't the biggest amount of money they've ever wasted, but it's like the last straw for me, honestly. Yeah, but you know what? $6 million could probably give every kid in Canada a Christmas present. Yeah. $6 million. it, it, It boggles my mind how they're so stupid. Yeah. Who elected these people and how did they stay in power? Do you know, if I ever need to go on vacation, this should be your co-host right here. I know, Tony. I'm going to get Tony, your number Tony, you, <laughs> you ran as good as the, <laughs> Thanks as the pros. Thanks for the call, Tony. Appreciate it. As we go to the 3.30 news, someone says uh, from Lashburn, throw $5.6 million into light shows and fireworks on the Rideau Canal. Make it the Canadian display they think it is. Exactly. exactly. And uh, from Smoky Lake, G6 million to run the ETS bus to the airport would help thousands. Yeah. Thousands of people. Okay, the 3.30 news with Eileen Bell is coming straight up. And Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, look who popped in early to say hi. It's Reed Wilkins. Hi, Jalen. Hi, Andrew. Hi, uh, There, Reed. I said hi. There you go. Always glad to see you. I, I, I watch you come and go from the building oftentimes. I'm not really sure what your schedule is. And then I weird. see you out in the little coffee area there. Yep. For, and I miss you. I'm so glad you... You drop by. You got to be in a better mood, hey. Well, not that you were I'm in a bad in a mood, but mood. sure. Well, no, are you not. really? Good game. Good game for the Oilers. Last night. I like to play yeah. like I'm a curmudgeon. Hey, do you have any responsibility around the household when it comes to Christmas decorations? Well, it's my house, so yes. I'm the, I live alone. <laughs> like this is funny. We didn't plan. Oh, this. I always, I always pictured you in the basement of your parents for some reason. Oh, you, okay, not true. All right, no, no, Close, that's, that not was true. not. Uh, that was a total burn. No, it not was at all. Andrew Gross. No, because you're very frugal. So I would have thought that if there was space, right? That you would. I mean, I'd live in my parents' basement if they had a basement and they were both alive. I think you actually are sent to the basement quite often. My last room at my parents' house was in the basement, mm-hmm. and there still I'm wasn't enough Carol privacy. sending you downstairs. I've slept on the odd couch. though, because I did uh, have the basement of my home finished over the summer. There you go. And I did put up Christmas decorations today. Before did you? Really? So, yes. And did it make you feel good? Yeah, neutral. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you put them up for, yourself or for your neighbors? For, I guess for myself, just to have something, a little something in the house. I still like to have the... So if it made you feel kind of neutral, was it? Are they up too early? Would you uh, no, like to have waited? No, I think this is appropriate time, okay. month ahead of time. But it, it made me feel like I just got something accomplished. And I don't, I don't put up a lot of decorations, and I just put. I have like a two foot tree mm-hmm. because there's no point in me putting up like a huge tree or going out and buying a, a natural tree. I mean, I may have friends over at some point, so it's nice to have something, to, something to plug there, in yeah. or lights on or whatever. Um, but I, I thought I, I, I want to get a tree, but I don't want to get a big tree. So I got a little two foot tree. So this is put, new this year. This two last, foot tree last, last year? year. Okay. So last year I put the the lights on it and a few decorations. But then when I took it down, I just took the decorations off. Yeah. And of left course. the lights on sure. and just put it in a bag. So. Oh yeah, just put a garbage bag over it. Yeah. yeah. You can, you well, can probably have kept the, the ornaments right on yeah, there too. Yeah, that, that just well, goes in the closet. Really. Yeah. That, too. So I did that. I got a couple other little things I, I put up. Uh, well, I mean, the whole process probably took close to two hours by the time getting everything oh out. And did you play music that? in the background or anything not. like that? Okay. And oh. then I have a string. Uh, and see, my house uh, actually faces the back alley, so not a lot of people see it anyway. Um, but over my, my... So, well, my door, my main door faces the back alley. Okay. That's okay. how I put it. So the, the, the door people would see the most... 
So I have over top of that door, I have a string of lights, and it's uh, Yoda dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> ten, like ten little Yodas dressed as Santa Claus. So that's that's my outdoor lighting. <laughs> Where do you even buy something like that? Who sells that? I think my dad got it for me yeah. a few years ago, actually. Yeah. He's like, well, he'll hang these. That sounds get regular yeah. lights, you won't hang them. That sounds very uh, untraditional. Thank you, I guess. Yeah, no, I, then again, just an observation and not actually, a judgment. I have, uh, I have Christmas ornaments on my tree. Uh, I have a Kylo Ren, I have a BB-8, <laughs> and I have one of uh, Luke carrying Yoda on his back. From That's a ton for a two-foot tree. Well, they're they're not, they're not full size. Oh, okay, full sure, size no, that totally. Kind of you were, it's not Adam Driver. Like, do you have a star on the top of the tree, or do you have a Death Star? <laughs> oh, that'd be a good idea. Actually, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It is uh, it is a red star. It doesn't light mm. up. It's just one of the ones you stick on yeah. the top. I, yeah, you were speaking Greek to me there for a second. Kylo Ren and BB-8 Kylo Ren's and BB-8 are from the new trilogy. So BB-8 Star little, Wars. Yes, Kylo. But BB-8's the little rolling. Oh, robot, the rolling the thing. Ball. Yeah, he's kind of he's cool. awesome. And Kylo Ren is the guy with the mask and the red lightsaber. So don't know that one. Sort of the new no. Darth Vader-ish looking guy. Oh, okay. You've seen him. On our, on our taxi line. Like, if you watch TV at all, you've seen him. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, read. Every time a Christmas decoration goes up or a song gets played before <laughs> oh. December 1st, first, Santa has to shoot no, an elf. Oh, stop that. <laughs> That's from Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. No, that was quite funny. Um, uh, there's a study this, out. This guy, you've seen that in commercials and stuff. Mm, okay. Do you watch television at all? Yeah, just, uh, occasionally. Just smile and nod. Oh, yeah. That mm. guy. That's Kylo Ren. I thought that was like the Darth Vader dude. Well, this guy worships Darth Vader. He's his grandson. Mm. I thought I thought Mark Hamill was his grandson. Mark Hamill is oh. Darth Vader's son. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So who did... I am your Who's father. his mother? Leia. Leia. Okay, but I thought Mark Hamill and Princess Leia were brother and sister. No, they are. Leia and Han are Kylo Ren's... Oh, Han Solo. Yes. Not Mark Hamill. Hamill is is Vader's son, but Kylo's uncle. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm lost. Han Solo. Am, am so I, Harrison Ford. Oh. Leia and Luke. So uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. Thank help, you. Help. Are, are I'm, I'm being held twins. hostage They're twins. at 630 in the, in the movie, yes. Our fraternal twins and Darth Vader's their dad. I can't be the only one who's feeling really Christmassy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you explain. I mean, here's yeah, sure. I like. I still think a lot of people are are like, "Oh my God, Jalen doesn't know this." I seriously don't know this. <laughs> I think the last I've only seen one Star Wars so in good. my life. Yeah. So good. First movie I ever saw in the theater when I was a hmm. young little Wilkie. Hmm. Well, you know what, little young Wilkie, um, putting up Christmas decorations early apparently does make you feel happy. That's according to psychologists. Yeah, psychologists saying that yeah. go ahead, do it if that's what you want. It, it it brings back memories of being young and warm and fuzziness around Christmas time. See, and right there is an interesting comment because that's how a regular person would say it. Here's how a psychologist says it. <laughs> uh, decorations are simply an anchor or pathway to those childhood magical emotions and, and excitement. So putting up the Christmas decorations early extends that excitement. 
Neat. Took all the excitement out of it. What's considered early, though? Well, I think anything before uh, Remembrance Day is probably just foreboding. I would suggest that probably for a lot of people before December 1st. Yeah. I mean, I've had my upstairs outdoor lights up for uh, the better part of a month, but we haven't lit them up. Yeah. In fact, I accidentally, apparently they were on some sort of timer, and they went off, and Carol lost Lost it. it, yeah. Yeah. So the November 25th is what, Saturday? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a, month, a month. month ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, this was just also a convenient day to do it, right? And sure. That, and that was yes. it. Like, I did a lot of mine last weekend, still working on some of it because there's a lot. Um, but it was convenient because all the rest of my weekends between now and Christmas, there's something going on. Yeah. So, so Reed, you've got a two-foot Christmas tree. Yeah. And, and what did you buy uh, yesterday? Um, <laughs> well, I have a few trees. Yeah. I have a, a six-foot tree in the living room. I have a... 10 foot tree in the in the no I have a 10 foot tree in the living room I have a 6 foot tree in the family room I have a probably a 2 foot tree in the kitchen on the table like a little one on the table and then I just bought a cherry blossom a 9 foot cherry blossom 9 foot hey light up tree Huh, that's like four and a half that's of cool. your trees in one tree you know I was I said this on inside sports a couple of years ago and I, I I want somebody to invent it. Somebody can whatever. Somebody can do it and make money off it. I don't care. Why can't they invent? And and maybe they do exist, but an actual like a, a hologram for a Christmas tree. Mm. So you'd have a base that mm. was maybe slightly bigger than a hockey puck. Yeah. And it, it pr- would project out a tree the image of a tree, and then you, it would be easy to move around, right? Because a lot of times when you when if you put your tree up. That's where your tree is yeah, for right. six weeks, whatever, yep. a month. And it ain't moving. And if it's a natural tree, okay, that's where all the pine needles are going to fall and all that stuff. So we'll just leave it there. That's the spot you have to clean. If you have a tree that's a hologram right? and all you have to pick up is something, like I said, maybe a little bigger than a hockey puck or I don't know, maybe it'd even be a couple feet across. But it would be a base you would put on the floor uh-huh. and it would project a tree. And maybe you get the... And, and, and the then, deluxe model then, would have friends. Or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. family. <laughs> and then you would have presents in your house. I, I yeah. love the idea of that. I do. do I you? think you're losing the warm fuzziness part of it. <laughs> and the whole I don't think putting so, the ornaments have, on there. No. No, you have the imagery of a tree. No, Why do you need to actually decorate it? Because part of that is having is decorating and putting all of those ornaments maybe yeah. from when the kids were first born to the ones that you've bought to remember somebody by. That's a part of it all. Yeah, but the okay. cat uh, can't crap well, out a yeah, hologram, so me. yeah. Yeah, dogs. There can. is some advantages the to Reed's plan. Moves. It's just so crazy at my work. in one room and then everybody goes to another part of the house, so we'll just, just move, move it. Move the hologram. Bring the puck. Now listen, would this be something that, uh, you know, would move? Like, you know, because it, it's a hologram, so it could maybe... It would just be a base. Just, just a base. base no, 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 I know, but would the actual projection be like, would it move a little bit like it was a bit in the wind? Oh, would the, I don't... Would the, would the, would the ornaments sort of turn a little bit? I haven't given up that much Because if they got that kind of technology, if I can create anything in my living room, I'm thinking trees, not at the top of the list. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Unless, of course, you can change it over. Christmas, right? Hey, we're gonna put the tree up. Bang! Turn it on. We're ready. Hey, done. let's bring the bring the tree to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, wherever. Right. <laughs> Switch it out of tree mode. Shower with it. <laughs> Let's put it in the bathroom. <laughs> no, it sounds like a great idea. And then, of course, you'd have to scent the room so that it smelled like a tree, though, because that's part of it, right? Well, um, you know, there's all sorts of people tree. have artificial trees. Yeah, yeah, and then that. you'd have to flick on the uh, Shaw log <laughs> on your TV. Oh, yeah. 
Listen, I am, I can't be the only one. I am so full of Christmas spirit right now. That uh, that sounds fabulous. I know you need to check the bottom drawer of your desk, I think is what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got some spirit, spirit there right. for sure. <laughs> Reed Wilkins, I now know the uh, genealogy. Yeah, that uh, the, uh, he literally just put on a clinic. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Actually, about he, Star he drew, Wars. He, Star Wars. He drew a flowchart for me, so thank you. Hologram From... tree, video fire, and toe furky. <laughs> Have a merry fakemas. <laughs> uh, gee, what happened to the tradition of going out and finding, cutting, and decorating a real tree just on the twenty third or the twenty fourth? Uh, farmers started shooting at people. Yeah. I think, yeah. I like to put up my artificial Christmas tree on Grey Cup Sunday while watching the game. My mom used to do that. I also think in our climate, there's no shame in putting up outdoor Christmas lights early. You have to get them exactly. when it's warmer, not minus 20. Exactly. That's why I think we'll do the rest of the lights this weekend, because we're supposed to have a couple of mild days. Actually, in fact, the City Ford Face-Off show starts at 3.30 tomorrow. The puck drop at 5. five so yep. I might go straight home and do the rest of the outdoors. And still, again, don't have to light it up yet. Um, but had planned to do it and then light it up when the Eskimos won the Grey Cup. <laughs> Next year? Yeah, I guess. The only thing that got lit up was the Eskimos. <clears throat> anyway, so that's that. We're still not over that, huh? Well, it wasn't a good call. <laughs> Just... Mm. He, he almost he almost that. had me believing it because he was so passionate when he explained it a couple of times. Yeah. Almost had me believe in it, but... Me too. Me too. I actually... I back off and go... Eh. You only have to think of this, and then we'll never talk of this again. You only have to think of it this way. Not like... Let me see if I got this right. We've got the ball. What you want to do is kick a field goal. And then we're going to kick off the ball. We're going to hold them to two downs. They're going to punt the ball to us. We're going to get the ball back. We're going to get a pretty good run back, try and get mm-hmm. ourselves into a position to score a touchdown, mm-hmm. and then we'll win the game. Or, right. or plan B, which he didn't go with, or plan B would be we have the ball now, and we're on the 13, uh, and we have the best quarterback in the league. We could just get the touchdown now. Just could do it now. And we don't even need the touchdown. We actually needed, what, four yards for a first yeah, down? Yeah, but then, you know, his thing was that you're you're turning that ball back over with still lots of time on the clock. But there was the not team. lots of time on the uh, clock. That's well, it. apparently he thought there was enough to do. Well, I don't know what lots is. I mean, yeah. the government thinks six million is very little. Yeah, I think it's the, lots. In the CFL, in the CFL, two minutes, one minute, it's still, there's hmm. still a lot of a lot of time to, to, to get some plays If off. you, tr- that plan relies on his confidence in the defense. Let's put the offense aside for a second. That plan relies on his confidence on the defense mm-hmm. to hold them to two downs after they kick off, right? So if you have that confidence, go for the first down. If you don't make it, they're now facing the wind on their own 13. That's when your defense holds them for two. And your whole plan still unfolds. I know. Right? You still, they punt, you get the ball back, you get it, but you have more time on the mm-hmm. clock, the wind at your back. And now you make the decision if you want to go for a tie at one or a win at two on the convert. At the end of it all, um, he's the head coach of the Eskimos. Yes, he is, and, and I think he's a good head and coach. And all of us are honestly. So. I think he's a great head yeah. coach, to be honest with you. I have nothing but confidence in him. I think that was a dumb call. And I... You know, we all make dumb mistakes. Okay. I think, honestly, yeah. that was dumb. It's, you know, five days later, later so we should probably... 
you know what? It won't be over till it's over. But it is. The, it is no, but, over. But the great cop's not but over. But it's right? over. Well, so, I, here's the thing. It's going to be talked about yeah. all weekend. Um, I'm sure Brian Hall's being asked about it nonstop in Ottawa. Potentially, that's on, the last time that that team's called the Eskimos. By the way, on the weekend, mm-hmm. on the weekend, yep. we're going to hear it uh, nonstop in the coverage of uh, of the game. You know, yep. people calling into question, and, and I get that. See, maybe but it's like TripAdvisor. A lot of hotels, done. when they get bad reviews, just change their name, and then the reviews go away. So maybe this will work out. We'll change the Eskimo name to Empire or whatever else, and it'd be like, yeah, no head coach of the Empire has ever uh, kicked a field goal with two minutes to go in a game in which a touchdown would have won. So it'll wipe that out. Until... My party got canceled, oh, and I don't. No I don't bombs. mean. I don't mean that I was physically going to have a party. I mean that this was a good season. It it had its ups and downs. Yes. That seven week stretch of no wins. You they, were hating on them during that time. I, I, I'm hating on the results. Yeah, but I was looking forward honestly. Like I we said to were. these sports guys, how the Oilers do, how the Eskimos do, in doesn't really affect my life. But well, it does because you're still talking about right, it. Right, but there's little later. things in life that you look forward Absolutely. to. And one of them was I love Grey Cup. So it and, does and, I, your and who life. doesn't love it more than when the Eskimos Absolutely. are in it? And I wasn't having people over or anything. I might have invited Ken over, a coach, if he wants to come watch, or I'd have watched because you have a better TV at your place. But I was looking forward to having a few people over, a couple of beers, uh, order some pizza, watch the Grey Cup, talk football. And I have no interest in watching the Argonauts play uh, the Stampeders. Mm. Zero yeah, interest. I'll still watch it because I like football. All right. Four o'clock news coming straight up. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.